Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Bells and Whistles. This is Candace Graham, Joy Price, and Katie Trailer. And we are super excited to be back with you guys this week after having the phenomenal Patty on last week. Yes, that was awesome. It yeah, was. So hopefully, you guys took a listen to that. Uh, made sure you followed us on Instagram because we had. I did post the trip. I didn't fall. It was the toe. It was the toe in the, the toe after. Listen, that baby toe. That, when people see that, first of all, the wedge, it was a very high wedge and it got skinny in the back. Yeah. So every time I wore those shoes afterwards, like my friends and like people who saw that video was like, girl, why are you still trying to wear those shoes? <laughs> Let it go. Why now. are you still trying to wear them? <laughs> so I really, I still have them, but I have not had them on my feet in quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. I get it. <laughs> what about the games this, that we had this past weekend? I I'm needed so it. Go ahead, Katie. <laughs> No, I was just say I needed it. My oh, blood yeah. pressure needed it. <laughs> yeah, it was. It wasn't as intense, and and I'm thankful. I caught the HEB parachute. I forgot about that. That's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> as it was Yee. coming on, I was like, "Oh, that's me." And I say that every time. Like I just say that to bug people every time. Like, "Oh, that's me. That's coming to me." <laughs> like, no, for real. Like. <laughs> hey, I try to put my me. kids out there. Like, you better catch it. You better catch it. <laughs> <laughs> and it never even comes close, but I'm like, jump, jump. Not Watch even your close. shins though. Watch your shins. <laughs> I didn't even have to jump. And I think it's because nobody, they just heard me saying it like seven or eight times. They were like, okay, let it, like, just let her, <laughs> let her have, let her have, have it. it. <laughs> so yeah, that was that's good. awesome. Well, that's cool. And again, Tyreek, you sir. Just- and you amazing. got yet another interception. Yeah. But not in this time on Tom Brady. On Tom Brady. Like, I would be so excited. Like, I would be bragging. At this point, yeah. Let me have my moments. Let yeah. me go ahead and be able to brag because he is showing out. He is completely showing out this year. We knew, they didn't know, but we right. knew what he was what he was capable of doing and oh, I just hope that he gets his money get your money sir <laughs> exactly <laughs> get your money sir I can't wait I love it for him I think that's just amazing yeah yeah it's awesome and super super congratulations to him so now what about our touchdown of the week guys woohoo touchdown um, continuing on just to finish up about with the game and we were on the field at the end of the game, sweet. Um, Jamie says, look at your child. And I look up at the jumbotron and there's Ryan next to coach trailer with <laughs> all of the players singing the, the alma mater to UTSA. And I just could not believe it. Like it just was making me laugh so much. And then I saw it on the internet later and it just was hilarious. And I would like, after I'm like, you really got over there. I was like, and you were really singing. She was like, I know all the words. It's like, oh, wow. Good for her. 
That's impressive. <laughs> she knows all the words. And so, you know, when you see, if you see the picture, I mean, her mouth, she just like, her mouth is like a choral performance to her. She, <laughs> but um, that's a I moment. think I'm, I know that. Seven tone. That's, yes. See yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe I need to learn some more. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but Jamie, um, speaking of Jamie, Jamie had, we had a shower for Jamie this weekend. And that it was, was so nice y'all. Like I love being around all of you. It's like so much fun to get together with all of you wives and the little kids, but yeah. then to celebrate a brand new baby coming yes. soon is just like icing on the cake. It's just oh, so yeah. fun. Right. Baby Parker, this, this is going, Parker's a girl and Yay. he is coming in January. So um, I'm excited just to have a new girl, a new little baby girl. Yeah. Wow. It's we have lots of boys. Boys. Uh, I think coach, coach Nick, um, our trainer, they had a girl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They had a girl last year, but everybody else has had boys. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but that was exciting celebrating them. Yeah, yes. that was fun. Super fun. Always yeah. fun. Well, Candace. Well, guys, who you guys who, who are who? in for a wonderful treat this week. Air horns, tell me when. <laughs> right now, girl, give us the air horns. Okay. Burr, 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 burr. Yes, it is our very own the beautiful, the athletic, the smart <laughs> country voice that you hear every week, <laughs> Katie Trailer. That's why I love y'all so much. You're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Katie, welcome to Bells and Whistles. But can you whistle? Well, I've been practicing. So let me see if see let me see if y'all can pick it up. Ready? Okay. I heard, I heard it. I heard, I heard it. a soft whistle. I did hear it. <laughs> I heard it. I was trying to get close to computer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it, it was there. It sounded like a whistle though and not a blow. So that's even, that's, oh, that's yes. cool. That's yes. what I was going for. Okay. The there was no, no spit particles that yeah. came out. So it was a whistle and not a blow. There you <laughs> go. There you go. There you go. Well, awesome, Katie. Well, we have gotten to hear your voice every week, but a lot of people don't know uh, your background and where, you, where you're from and all those good things. So tell the people a little bit about where you're from um, and about your family. All right. Well, um, <clears throat> I grew up born and raised in Gilmer, Texas. So um, if you follow Coach Trailer, you know that that's kind of like where he really kind of kicked off his his head coaching career in high school. And um, he and Kurt actually grew up a lot of their years in Gilmer, too. Um, but, yeah, I grew up in Gilmer. I went to, I mean, elementary through high school in Gilmer, Texas. And um, <clears throat> so my mom is from Kansas City, Missouri. And all of her family's up there. And so we didn't see them as much. Um, we tried to travel up there, but <clears throat> so in East Texas, 
is where my dad's family is. So we were like, I grew up, I mean, one of those people surrounded by um, aunts, uncles, cousins, like Christmas was like everybody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, wasn't just me and my sister, my parents, like we celebrated with the whole family, which I love. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. I don't know what kind of person I would be like if I hadn't been around my family. So um, anyway, I graduated from Gilmer High School. Fun fact, I was valedictorian of my class. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Not that big of a class, but still, you know. Uh Um, And I did, I did FFA, I did sports. um, What sports did you play? I play all well all through middle school I played everything volleyball basketball track and then when I got to high school I did volleyball and track um and then I wish I I tell people one of my biggest regrets was not sticking with basketball because um I just love the physicality of basketball and I think you know girls learn a lot of like self-confidence and like stand up for yourself and like a lot of that through sports in general, but mm-hmm. like when you're playing basketball and there's a girl putting her body on you, you've got to learn to kind of yeah. <laughs> stand yeah. up for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I did that. I did a lot of FFA. So I, I showed pigs, show heifers. We went to county fairs. We went to like major shows like Houston, Fort Worth livestock show. Um, I had an amazing ag teacher, like amazing. She's probably one of the most influential people in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when I started high school, I was very quiet. I didn't talk. I was just kind of like shy. And she really just said, hey, you're going to do this speaking event or this speaking contest. And I was like, "Mm, no, (laughs) practice this tomorrow. Yeah. So when you showed the animals like, okay, First of all, is it, am I assuming by saying like y'all grew up on a farm or is it like, no, we didn't grow up on a farm. We just had them at school and we showed them like what? So Gilmer's rural. So right. yeah. So we typically, if you showed animals, you kept them at your house. There okay. wasn't then a show barn. Um, and I did grow up in the country. Uh, most of my life, we didn't necessarily have a farm. My dad raised cows. Mm-hmm. Um and so when we wanted to show pigs, he just kind of built a pig pen for gotcha. us. Mm-hmm. We didn't have anything fancy like they do now. But um, and then when I said, OK, so the funny story, they said, you can go. Do you know what a calf scramble is? Like you've been to the rodeo? I have. No, I don't. I, yeah. I probably know and just didn't know the name. of it. So when they let they bring all the high school kids out and they let mm-hmm. all these like calves run and they mm-hmm. give kids a rope halter and you've got to put the halter on and drag them back yes okay so mm-hmm. I was like hey mom and dad like um I want to do this calf scramble It'll be super fun and they were like that's fine but don't win because when you win you have to then buy a show heifer and you have to show that heifer all the way and then come back to that same rodeo and show there again but um I'm sort of competitive. So <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not going to look stupid. So I'm going to get out here. I caught one and I was like, oh Lord, like I put the rope halter on it. And I'm thinking my parents are going to kill me. <laughs> uh, 
but so that's how I got into showing uh, show heifers and my teacher helped us through that. Yeah, I'm one. We got <laughs> yeah, one. Um, but like this is one thing that I would do, I'll just say that I've wanted to say is like I know I mean Gilmer's small it doesn't have like a lot to offer as far as like what you can get in the city or go do or stuff like that. But I love my hometown. Like mm-hmm. I love like everything about it. Um, <clears throat> all of my friends grew up doing sports. We did showing. Um, and I was really kind of friends with all different groups of people. It wasn't like I only hung out with athletes or whatever. Um, and that's just something that I think to this day, when I go back and visit, I just see kids that just do all different things. They're all friends with each other. They come from all different backgrounds. Um, and live different lifestyles at home but yet they're like tight knit kids you know um so yeah so I did that and through all that I got scholarships from a Houston livestock show okay and then I got academic scholarships from just having good grades and all that stuff so that that paid for my school A&M so um Otherwise, I probably, I mean, I would have stayed home and gone to school and paid for it, you know, somewhere else, but right. went to AM, got a degree in ag, um, started teaching. Um, and then, so I, when I graduated, I came back to Gilmer to work through the summer okay. and I was going to go back to AM and go to grad school. So I really didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And um, I met Kurt that summer. So he grew up in Gilmer too. The funny thing is like his mom was my fourth grade teacher (laughs) and his dad was my junior high principal. So my gosh, known the trailers all through, but never knew Kurt because he's Mm -hmm. old. So we, we never really knew each other. But, um, when I came home that summer, we both had a mutual friend that was kind of in between our ages. Mm -hmm. And I met him that summer. We started dating. Um, I got a teaching job instead of going back and, um, I guess that following summer in 2002, we got married. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of funny that his mom was your teacher. Yes. That's yeah. hilarious. Oh gosh. Yeah. So, At least it was before they, they met each other. Cause I couldn't yes. imagine like having my boyfriend's mom as my teacher. Well, <laughs> I, I'm going to say this, it's going to sound really bad, y'all, but he's nine years older than me. Uh-huh. So when I was in fourth grade, he was a senior in high school. That would be real weird. <laughs> True. <laughs> but do you remember her talk? So do you remember her talking about her kids? Like, not really, okay. not really. Um, I loved her. She's one of my favorite teachers though. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's fun. So you guys met. And you got ended up getting married. So mm-hmm. do you tell the people about your kid, like how many kids you have and okay. all that good stuff. So, well, real quick, we when we got married, he took a job. Um, he was a GA, a graduate assistant at AM um, under RC Slocum. And then after football season, AM decided to get rid of Coach Slocum. So when we came back to Gilmer, he's started working for Jeff again. Um, and then I was teaching. Mm-hmm. So then, and what did you teach? Do what? 
were you teaching? Uh, back then I taught elementary school, like first okay. grade. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we moved back in January. So it was like, I just needed, if a job came open, I just needed that job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, we had Allie in 04, we had Riley in 05, we had Will in 07, and we had Cole in 09. So did you play anything that way? Not really. In fact, I told my sister that she was crazy for having her kids two years apart, that that was really close together. And then <laughs> Allie and Riley are 18 months apart. Okay. And my two boys are like 19 months apart. Yeah. So, yeah. um, but it was super fun. We were at Gilmer. We were surrounded by all of our family. Mm-hmm. Um, during part of that time, we lived next door to Jeff and Carrie and their kids were quite a bit older than ours. Mm-hmm. And so they came over and watched them and they were back and forth and just, it was, it was a good time. Um, my family wasn't too far, you know, so they were there and, um, yeah. So let the like people who are listening might not know. So explain to them how because we hear trailer, they're hearing trailer, but not knowing that. So just uh explain how you guys are all related. So Jeff, head coach, is <laughs> um Kurt, my husband's brother. And gotcha. my husband is an assistant offensive line coach here he's since I've known him he's always been an offensive line coach mm-hmm. except gotcha. when he was a head coach for a few years so um so yeah so that's how we all are related gotcha. mm-hmm. yeah and so and you guys live next door to each other mm-hmm. when you guys were back in Gilmore Gilmer yes after he came back you guys yes. came back and you were teaching yes yes so yeah at some point we ended up moving next door to them which was wonderful. Um, it was it was nice. We didn't see him like we thought we would see him like all the time. But mm-hmm. her kids were starting to be in that last stage that my kids are in now. So she was running the roads like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I get that too. But yeah. yeah. Well, we're gonna talk about those crazies that crazy uh, what your schedule looks like with the kids and their sports in a second, but. Can you kind of walk us through, um, and you've kind of told, you've kind of hit on some of it a little bit, but walk us through like where you guys started football wise all the way to where you are now at UTSA. Right. Um, so like we started at, when we got married, he was the GA at A&M, mm-hmm. one of them. And then we came back and he got a job for Jeff at Gilmer coaching offensive line. Um, before that, before being, but me, before we got married, he had been at a couple of other places, um, with Jeff too, but Jeff was not the head coach with those places. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> and then we lived in Gilmer together for like 15 years, married, raised our kids. Um, and then I think 2017, he got a head coaching job at Tyler, uh, it's Tyler legacy high school. Now, um, it's a 6A high school. It's in East Texas also. Mm-hmm. So he did that for three football seasons before we came to UTSA. So um, it was different. Like, 
it is different to me being I know Carrie talked about this some, but being the head coach's wife versus, you know, a position or assistant mm-hmm. coach's wife. Um and then I was working full time, so it was hard. I was trying to get the coaches' wives together for things or like host things. And most of them were working too. So schedule wise, it was just kind of wild and crazy where before Mm -hmm. I was just like, Oh yeah, I can make that. Or no, I can't make that. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. so that was was different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Uh, were you always teaching throughout when he was going to these different jobs where you have, you always been in a teacher position or have you branched out to a different um, position somewhere else? Well, I've always been in education since we've been married. So I've Mm -hmm. been a teacher I've been a librarian. I've worked for a teaching and learning department um, in a school district, which is different. You're like teaching teachers and, you know, Mm -hmm. not me teaching them, but like providing trainings and things like that for teachers. So that Mm -hmm. was different and the hours were different, but I will say, so one thing I love about, I don't know, maybe it's just my faith or um, how I grew up or whatever, but I just think that God does little things in your life and puts things in there that like at the time you're not thinking anything of it, or you're thinking it's great. It's a blessing. Or you're thinking this is terrible. Why did this happen? Or I hate this or whatever, but I always think like God's always working. So, Mm -hmm. and I'm trying, I mean, even today when things come up, I still have to remind myself like, because, um, when we were in Gilmer, like I said, we had family, my kids had never had to move you know, um, all that stuff, but we had like a great network of people that we'd known our whole lives. Like I felt like everybody that lived in Gilmer when I was a kid went off and, and also came back. Like I was teaching my friends, kids, like it was just great, you know? Um, and then we moved to Tyler. It was hard because the kids were transitioning and they were going from a four, a Allie went from like a four, a high school to like a six, eight in a year she was in eighth grade then she went to high school and that was just a huge transition mm-hmm. um, but we met some really really like great people there um through our kids through their sports you know um all of that stuff and through and through Kurt coaching and and all that and then we came here um So I guess like when we came here, my dad had had like a procedure done that was supposed to be like an outpatient, like in and out. Um, And the doctor did mess something up. Long story short, um, he ended up in like ICU on a ventilator for like five days, like crazy. Like he Mm -hmm. went, I mean, he has Parkinson's, but he went from being like, mowing the yard doing whatever and suddenly he's on a ventilator and we're like is he gonna make it you know that kind of thing and Mm -hmm. um so I like immediately like what do I do um and I text a few people that I knew and y'all I mean like my phone blew up all day long this network of people that I had met through through coaching and moving and lifelong friends also but like just people that like out of the woodwork, right. That just Mm -hmm. know our family. And, um, so I think like God does that, right. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. 
maybe we didn't want to move those couple of times or maybe we were comfortable where we were but like you know it just brought different things and then it came back around that like we needed that or whatever you know so um I look back at a lot of things with all of this coaching and moving and things I you know went through and having kids that have crazy schedules, but like, I would have not ever known some of those people that, you know, so Mm -hmm. anyway, now I'm really off topic and I can't remember what I was supposed to be answering. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you you answered it. Okay. So with all the kids and, and, and moving and stuff, we already know, like, there's, there's a big difference between how the girls do and how the boys do when they're moving. Um, and you were talking about their crazy schedules and things. So what are, what is y'all schedule kind of like and how have they been able to adjust like moving from the smaller towns where they know everybody and move into these bigger cities or bigger um, from a 5A to a 6 or 4A to a 6A, things like that. What type of activities have helped them out? Well, all of them have done sports at some point. Mm-hmm. And um, I think just, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be sports, but I think if your kid is in a club of some sort, um, when we moved to Bernie, Allie quit playing volleyball, but she joined like FFA. Um, and I think it's just super important for them to be involved in something at school as much as they may not want to when they first move because they think, they're the new kid, there's already groups established, or there's already people that do that. Um, But I just think it's important because it does, especially going from a smaller school to a bigger school, it feels overwhelming. And there's a good chance that like, it's hard, or you may, may not find that smaller group. So if you're part of sports, or you're part of ag, or choir, or band, I think it just narrows that group down. Mm-hmm. Um. But it also throws like you into like a whole scheduling <laughs> situation. <Yeah. laughs> and you know this too, Candace, because yours are travel like yours are doing all this stuff too. But um the boys right now with basketball will have three nights a week of games. And then, you know, last year Riley played volleyball too. And she we, you know, she had two nights a week of games and mm-hmm. practices. And it's a lot to me of like. Uh, for me, I had to meet other moms and, you know, I'm going to sound crazy here, but like do my personal background checks. <laughs> like, <laughs> is this mom cool? You don't sound good? crazy at all. Can <laughs> she drive my kids? Like, do I trust her? And so I found like a small handful of moms in Tyler and here in Bernie that could help because I was working full time too, most of that mm. time. And so, yeah, it was like, just scheduling and then we've talked about this all three of us just trying to make time for you and your spouse like Mm -hmm. even you know with kids is great but like without kids it's hard sometimes because there is so much going on and you don't want to miss your kids stuff but you need time together it's hard yeah Yeah. and that's a good this is a good follow-up question for that because um one of the questions that we had on here was about like what advice you have for future coaches wise. And that's one of the ones that I would think is, especially if you have kids is 
getting to know other moms that have kids that are active in sports um, and things like that. I was just saying before we got on here, like I got my big girl draws on because I'm like branching outside of the, the yeah. football wise, coaches wise and actually like, okay, and we can help each other out getting our kids all over here with these crazy schedules. You have any other tips um, or advice that you would give to some a future coach's wife that has kids when you're moving into a new city? Oh gosh. Well, I know when we talked to Stacy, she talked about Facebook groups. I don't have Facebook. So mm-hmm. I usually just go straight back to those moms. Like where's a good place for this or that, or, um, for the kids, you know, anything really like to me, future coaches wives, like my biggest thing is like, stay grounded in your faith. If you have that, um, in your marriage, like stay mm. grounded there. Um, and really, and truly like y'all might not feel this way, but sometimes like there's a bit of like, not maybe it is resentment. I don't know where you're like, really. Cause during season you're doing everything. I mean, mm-hmm. even if you're working a full-time job, you're still taking care of everything around the house and everything with the kids. So, um, it's almost like single, yeah. Mom life. <laughs> yeah. It, it feels like that. And and mm-hmm. yes, they come home and sleep at night. You know, most of the time they're not on the road than they are, but a lot of times that's all they're doing when they come home and moms with little kids really physically demanding bathing, cleaning up diapers, just feeding everything is a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my thing is just like, try not to let resentment creep in, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, and also give yourself and your spouse grace because mm-hmm. you're dealing with your stress, but like to be empathetic with his stress too, because, um, they want to be home. <laughs> they yeah. probably would love to be given a bath sometimes. And so they're dealing with a lot of Kurt, Kurt made a comment to me when our kids were little, that really kind of helped me, um, bring it back to reality was like, I'm here. I was here every day with the kids, like bathing them, everything. I knew like if they had a like a mosquito bite on their back, I knew it because you know I was mm-hmm. and we he came home one night and I was still up and he just said, like, I feel like I'm watching our kids grow up in their sleep. And mm-hmm. it bothered him a lot. And so that's kind of when I was like, I'm stressed, but he's dealing with a whole different type of stress too. Yeah. And I, you know, y'all may have done this too. When, when my kids were little, but we were in high school, anytime school was out, we would go to practice. Well, we'd go mm-hmm. to the house. Um, I, I just tried because, you know, when he said that, I was like, man, he needs to see these kids more. Like if that yeah, means bringing yeah. them up there, um, then we'll do it. So, and it was good. We love being around the players. Like yeah, here at UTSA, that's, I think it's so cool. because we have so many players who are good role models for our kids. Mm-hmm. I just love them being around them, you know? Yeah. And, so, it, and it's good. You, yeah. You don't know that you need it or like for me, because I have two little girls, like it, it didn't occur to me, like take them up to the school. You know what I mean? Like, it's just mm-hmm. a 30, 30 minutes to an hour of just them, you know, even if Joe doesn't get anything done necessarily, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. 
still just gets to do whatever and you know they draw and they're out of the house and whatever and so um, well I'll say this joy like because you know well I wish I would have gotten to know Riley when she was little because she's a she's a hoot now but she was real hoot back then but like (laughs) Kurt's always been like gruff rough like Mm -hmm. kids are like intimidated a little bit he yells a lot all this stuff so I mean Riley would be right there in the mix like whatever he's yelling coaching and she would get in the car and be like mom dad dad was saying this to sound me he needs to blah 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 I'm like yeah oh goodness my sweet little girl is like (laughs) right just like her daddy (laughs) oh yeah that's hilarious I know well what are some of the best or most exciting parts of coaching uh from your point of view um I don't know like I don't know what it would be like if I didn't love football. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. to me, like, or if I wasn't competitive and have that competitive side, because my sister can chill through a football game and be like, you know, eating her popcorn and just chilling where I'm like screaming. I'm like jumping up and down. I'm like, whatever. Um, but I'll, so one thing, one thing that stands out and it was like a season when we were in Gilmer, um, I think it was 2014 when, and this is in that book by Hunter Taylor, but it was like a season. So that summer, some of our boys were playing basketball, one or two of them. And one of the players had a heart condition nobody knew about. He didn't even know. And um, he, he died on the basketball court. Um, And so that whole season, those players like dedicated to Des you know, mm-hmm. and um, made it like all the way to, well, this is the funny part on my part with the semifinal game that we played in that year was against Salina and we played at SMU. So, um, and this goes back to being a coach's wife and like having a little grit because we go, I have all the kids, my parents rode there with me and it's cold, it's outside, but like I'm sitting up there like, you know, about halftime, I'm like really freezing, like <laughs> so cold. I'm starting to have like body aches, you know, I'm like, dang, maybe I'll sit in the car too long. I don't know. My dad's like, well, here, take this Advil, you know? So anyway, turns out we get home from that game. We won. So now we're going to state and I get home. I have 101 fever with the flu. Oh gosh. Kurt's like, well, it's a state championship week. So hmm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Our kids were like 10, nine, seven, and five at the time. Gosh. Wow. And so I was like, well, okay. Like how many Advil can I take at once just to get through? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my mom helped. I had friends that helped drive the kids to school and stuff. But, um, and then so then it was that same season we played in the state championship and we were down at halftime. Like we were playing Westward Stark. They were beating us like 25 to seven, I think. Riley, who I just told you about, she's nine and she's like, uh, she's starting to put stuff in the bag and like putting her jacket on and stuff. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I can't watch this. 
Like, I'm not saying this. This is, this is crazy. We are not playing good. Like, let's go to the car and go home. Okay? <laughs> so I'm like, no, no. Like, look, I recovered for the, from the flu for this. We're staying. Right. <laughs> and so they come out after halftime, y'all. Like, it was crazy. Um, West Orange Stark never scored another point. We scored, um, well, the, this final score was 35-25. And I mean, we had kids that day playing with the flu. Like Uh we didn't know at the time, but um, just played their guts out. You know what I mean? And Uh I'll just, I'll never forget that. Just those kids wanted it so bad. They had lost their friend. And um, yeah, like, I don't even know if Jeff said anything to him at halftime, but it was like, they pulled together like crazy. And that's probably one of the most exciting things. But other than that, I see it as like overall just a ministry to kids. Like, I don't know. Our kids Mm -hmm. right now are like grown men officially, but I still see them as kids. And I'm like, you know, JT had that injury. And I'm like, well, when his mom's gone, like he's going to need a mama. Like, so Mm -hmm. Joy sets up a meal train and like, we're just going to show up for those kids when they're away from home and whatever they need just to feel like you know there is a mama close by Mm -hmm. that's going to be there for them so anyway I know y'all are the same way I've talked to y'all about it so yeah (laughs) you get protective you know you get like you do Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. sure you ready to jump jump down the steps on somebody at a game when they're talking about a kid I'm like these are kids yeah (laughs) Jeez. Well, you have a unique uh something different than well, I guess Joy, Joy, you two have something in common that I don't. Um, and that's that you guys have been at a high school and now you're at the college level. So um just hearing from Patty last week, I we would like to know what do you think the biggest difference between being married to a high school coach and being married to a college position coach is? Well, for me, it's the, it's my own personal kids. So like when we were in Tyler, you know, the boys weren't, you know, like middle school yet, or maybe they had just started middle school maybe. But um, I know I, I watched Jeff coach his boys and I watched him be involved in the program that they went through as players. And I think that's one of the hardest parts to me is that like ours don't won't get that necessarily with their own dad mm-hmm. uh, because he's coaching. He's not coaching at their high school anymore. You know, yeah. before it was like, you know, he's going to make sure they're doing X, Y, and Z. So, mm-hmm. um, but I will say, like, I love, we love working for Jeff Trailer because mm-hmm. he makes it, no matter if we were at high school or not, like, it feels like a family situation. If we, if I wanted to bring the boys up there to see Kurt or just sit in his office while they're in a meetings or whatever, like, Jeff is never going to say, like, get your kids out of here. I mean, if they're burning the place down, yes, I'm sure. But, like... <laughs> I just think he makes so much of it like we have get togethers with all the families and like that's what I loved about high school so much because we were just naturally involved in everything because we went to the schools that they were coaching at like 
it was just natural that we would be at everything where here it's like <clears throat> you feel a little bit of separation because it's not like your school mm-hmm. but like I said I think that's what what Jeff is so good at is is making it feel more like that I guess yeah yeah is that I what you yeah I definitely agree uh, you know how I feel I'm like you, you don't want to leave from under him because he's, he just makes it such a uh, a welcoming environment, family oriented and all of that to where it's like, I'm overwhelmed. Let me take those boys up there. Let me take, let me take the kids up there and hang out. No. And y'all, he like knows, I mean, he knows my kids' names because they're his nieces and nephews, right, but, right. Like, but he, he knows, knows all your kids. Like he yeah. loves, Jeff loves all your kids, your well, families. Listen. Like you can feel that. How many head coaches can your child after a game go right up to and stand next to? <laughs> and he's got his arm and, around her. Like, yes, like, right. That just does not happen places. Like, you know, so yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, I just got a couple more questions for you, Katie. Okay. There are two things that um, I, the first thing I want to ask is, um, do you guys have any superstitions or rituals um, before games that you have? You, your kids, Kurt, whoever. I'm, we're not like quite like Patty. So I won't go back to Patty's, which I thought hers was like, I was like, dang, girl, get it. Yeah, me too. I was like, all right. Um, no, I am. I try to be superstitious because I'll be like, oh, I was, I'm going to wear this shirt. Like, it's good luck. And then we'll like lose or something. So I'm like, <laughs> forget that. Like none of that's working. But um, I have since Kurt and I have been together, like every game day, because I would be working, I would just send a text that just says, good luck and I love you. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, every game day still, it's like, good luck and I love you. So I don't know. Sometimes he doesn't probably get it until later, but that's just something that I always do, but kids, no girl, they're just, they just try to be crazy on game day now. Like, you know how, you know what it is. It's like, we walk in, they want to hit the concession stand. Oh yeah. Oh, I was getting ready to say Chick-fil-A might be my new ritual. Like, let's just get Chick-fil-A on the, on the way. Every on time. the way. Cause yes. even that doesn't work. Uh, can I, uh, no, like who <laughs> can eat a full meal y'all. And if he sees a concession stand, he's like, Oh, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we've got several kids. So you're, you're liable to spend a hundred dollars on oh, a couple yeah. of items. Like what? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And then you leave the game and they're like, where are we stopping to eat? Yep. Every time. <laughs> Every time. It's like, geez, where are you putting all this darn food oh, at anyway? No. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, we all try to find our own little things to do um, outside of football. And um, for you, Katie, we all know that you are super fit. At least, oh, sweet. At least you've got a very fit body that we know <laughs> oh, thanks. we would all love to have yes um yes. so in our minds exercise is important to you so what do you do to stay healthy and fit well thanks for the compliments ladies I'm like, <laughs> you know how women are critical of themselves but um <clears throat> I listen I told y'all I started playing sports in middle school 
And when I went to college, even though I wasn't playing sports, really, I just, I just stayed active. I just would go to the wreck. Um, I went through a phase where I ran y'all. I know I told y'all I don't run. I don't anymore, but I went, <laughs> um, <clears throat> but to me it is, and a friend said this to me the other day and I was like, yeah, I think you've pegged me. Um, she said, I know you want to stay healthy and look good, but like, I think for you working out your mental health mm. and 100%, um, if I'm tired, whatever, I still just make myself go do something at the gym, but because I know my day goes better, like just mm. across the board, I feel better. I think clearer. I'm just happier. So it's definitely mental health, but I personally, I get up and I'm at the gym by five 30 every morning. Woo. Except weekends. I do take weekends. Um, and Kurt, so years and years ago, I was doing like tons of cardio because the thing was everybody thought you've got to lose weight. You've got to be thin. You've got to be this or that. And so I kind of fell into that and I was doing tons of cardio, but I felt like crap all the time. Like mm-hmm. I was just wrung out and exhausted. So Kurt <clears throat> said, you need to start lift. He said, he showed me a picture of a person who was like a distance runner. Mm-hmm. And then he showed me a picture of the, a sprinter, like side by side. And he goes, mm-hmm. which one do you want to look like? And I was like, well, her definitely like pointed to the sprinter. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, you're not doing the right exercise to look like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <clears throat> he got me started lifting probably 10 years ago. And that's all I do. I do one day of cardio ish, but I lift heavy weights. That's what I do. And I love it. I actually like weightlifting more than cardio. I did it weight training, I guess. Yes, I did. Now don't be confused people. I do not do it, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't do it regularly, but I went with Joe one, one or twice, but I found that to be better. Like it just had a larger effect on me, on my body than 100%. And I, I, Mm -hmm. I, I I guess I'm the type that I like the next day when I feel like, yes, like, Oh oh my God, (laughs) I I will complain like, Oh my, uh, uh," you know, but I do like that. I can feel in my, the results in my body Mm -hmm. what I did before. Um, I just, I've gotten to where now too. I'm like, Oh, I want to live. Like I want to squat 200 pounds. Like, let me yes. see if I'm strong enough to do that. Oh, like I yeah. sort of like, what's the next thing too. Yeah. Um, of course I have to take into consideration my age. Like I don't want to hurt myself because coming mm-hmm. back that's too hard. But, um, <clears throat> what you said, joy, like 100% nothing else that has made a bigger change in the way my body looks Mm -hmm. than anything I've ever done. Mm -hmm. So I encourage women to like lift and try to lift heavy, like keep adding weight when you get strong enough to do so many reps, just add because, um, I mean, obviously I still want to have different, like, I want to keep working on goals for myself, but like, just to me, Um, and it's taken me 10 years, but like, I'm just like, I feel more confident myself. I feel stronger. I don't, I'm not as tired, you know, it's just all those things. Mm -hmm. 
And <clears throat> it's one thing when I, especially when I watch young moms and, and their husbands are coaches, like that was the one thing that I just said, that's where I drew the line. Like I'll give up, I'll give up buying myself new clothes. I'll give up going out to eat or coffee. But the one thing that my kids are going to have to wait and everybody's going to get put on hold is like that hour where I go work out for myself, like mm-hmm. <clears throat> across the board, like, I don't know, this is my schedule, but I'm not changing this. Like yeah. not, I get up, I do 30 minutes of quiet time, marry my Bible and head to the gym. And so I just think like, you know, part of me when they were little, I was like, is this selfish? And then I'm like, no. Oh, this is not no. so like, uh-uh. how, uh, what they suck out of your day for the rest of the day yeah yeah, yeah. everybody else is like uh yeah yeah I'm one of those cardio if I do cardio I lose weight like and I don't like to lose weight I want to be a certain like numbers don't bother me I don't care what the number says yeah. um it's all about it looking tight or yes. my body, me feeling right in my body. I think because I was going through, you know, the surgeries and medication and all that stuff, like I kind of stopped working out. My thing yeah. is getting back in the routine. And um, if I can get, you know, with all this scheduling stuff, Nick tells me like, go in the morning. Like you, like you heard me say, Ugh, when you said 530, yeah. like I cringe I know. to get up <clears throat> before my kids get up to go work out. But I'm almost to the point now where I'm like, that might be your only time to do it. Um, and I always, always, there has never been a time that I've gone to work out where I did not leave there feeling amazing. And it okay. always makes me have a better day. So, and don't be intimidated. Like I know some women will say, oh, I don't want to go do all those free weights where all the guys are, but I'm like, do it. Like, yeah, yeah. None of those guys don't, they don't need to be looking at you anyway. Just go over there. Mm -hmm. Well, even if you're doing the bar, who cares? Like you're making progress, you're doing it. And I will say when I started lifting, Kurt went with me and he still, we still work out together. And that is huge for our relationship. I think it's like, Mm -hmm we have that time together and he's coaching me on lifting and um even if it's in the morning with you too he gets up he's at the gym at five and then I'm there he I only have about 30 minutes with him before he has to leave but um, Mm -hmm. that's significant yeah oh yeah yeah it's very important and um yeah I mean that's something we do together and we, we like doing together. And so, yeah, I just think women need to just get, you know, comfortable with being in there. And I think more mm-hmm. women are, but it's like, Candace, what you said, like, if I didn't do it in the mornings, every night of the week is, is somebody's practice yeah. game yeah. and they're hungry <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah. So you better be cooking something at some point too. And mm-hmm. man, your day just will go by and be gone before you have a chance. So I know I'm a morning person, but I know that it's hard for people who aren't morning people to get up and, and do that. But mm-hmm. it literally is in our life stage, probably the only time mm-hmm. that you have time. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I think if I could put myself in the bed, because once I'm up, I'm up. It's yeah. just that if I did not go to bed with enough time, there is no way I can actually be at a gym at 5 a.m. Yeah. I just can't do it. Not in function like the remainder of the day. So I've got to work on that. That's my next 
my next thing is to get back in the gym because I miss lifting weights. Oh yeah. So bad. And I'm one of those people, you're not going to hear me sit and complain about my body. If I get to a point where I don't like what something looks like, you'll see me back in that gym. Ace. <laughs> yeah. Well, and my other advice is to have a plan, like go in there and know, like, I'm going to work my biceps, my back, and these are the lifts I'm going to do while I'm there. Because for me, if I go without a plan, I'm just kind of like, what do I, you know, and then mm -hmm. you don't, you get in a workout, but not what you would if you plan what you're doing. So yeah. anyway, I just also girls before this ends, I got to shout out to my husband. Cause I don't know about y'all, but like this, there's like a roller coaster of football season. So like, there's a point where my roller coaster like hits the bottom of that hill. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> everything drives me crazy everything makes me mad like one little thing will send me over the top like because I'm just I guess tired or whatever I don't mm -hmm. know and so I'm like I told Kurt the other day like you have loved me through this roller coaster like no matter what not that he's perfect I'm not perfect but like he's solid like he yeah. is loving <laughs> me through the crazy yeah I was gonna say yeah the, the yeah. negative, like the bed, everything in the world sucks, you know, that stuff. And he's yeah. just loving me right on through it. So I just have to <laughs> shout out. I mean, everybody deserves to get to have that, like, you know, breakdown. But yeah. anyway, I just, it's, it's good when you get to that point in your relationship where you're like, I've been so crazy and you still love me. <laughs> yeah. I think for every coach's wife too, when there's like three games left, is normally when it starts to look like yeah uh yep. when is this over it's weary you get a little yes. weary i know stephanie davis posted something on her instagram and said something about a meltdown that she had a meltdown and i messaged her right away and said mine's coming like <laughs> yeah this is the norm girls mm -hmm. like i can feel mine coming so we're yeah. sticking together on this but yeah yeah I, I, I admit, I feel it too. Um, it's, you know, and now with the holidays coming up, it's just a little bit more intense. And so I have to find ways to just, yeah. No. Cause I'm sure it's intense for them too. Cause it, you know, the it further is. they get in season and oh, yeah, it's pressure to win and it's pressure to do all these Players things and, 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 everything. and then you walk home and you're looking at your wife who you know <laughs> is one step away from knocking everybody's heads off. <laughs> like, yeah. Dang, oh, now yeah. I got to go home and deal with that. <laughs> yeah. And it's always, I mean, you know, it, what's the greeting going to be like right him like has he had a day or is he going to be like what's up or is he going to come in the house like what's up <laughs> that determines like okay yeah hey because mine is don't you hit me with the well what's wrong with you <laughs> do you want to know what's wrong with me <laughs> the kids are behind you like don't say don't it dad you don't say it. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> or, or like when he comes in, whoa, whoa, and I'm like, and he's like, what'd they do? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so funny. Yeah. That's hilarious. Well, Katie, thank you for letting us interview you today. It's always a pleasure. And I learned so much because 
and then I didn't know about the the ag ride and all that. I'm I'm like, what? Oh yeah, girl. I was all about it. I was all about it. Well, you like you two are the best. Like two, my Tuesdays are just so uplifting. So I I'm so grateful for you two. Well, we're I'm same same. Yes, yes, yeah. All righty. Thank you, KT. We're ready for our pick six. Um, let's let's just see what we have. We've got a <laughs> a lot. Okay. Do you have any phobias? Oh yeah, wasp. One hundred percent. I will leave my kids and run away from a wasp or a bee. Like they better fend for themselves. <sighs> and you better not be allergic. <laughs> mm -mm, mm -mm, too bad you better take care of yourself <laughs> <laughs> i got two phobias and they're real the first one is slug is slugs okay. i can't even pour salt on them <laughs> can't do it um yeah and the second one is snakes i have dream i haven't had them in years thank god but i used to have them and my dad had them. it's like a a, a a thing in our family to have Ooh. snake nightmares, but um, I haven't had them in a while. So the snakes is the other one. Mine is claustrophobia. I'm Ooh. very claustrophobic. Like mm -hmm. if, you're, if we're ever together and like, I don't really like, I'm okay at like the dome and games like that, but like concerts, I'm like, okay. Mm if we have to get on an elevator and there's an attendant and they're like, come on, come on. I'm like, oh, no, mm -mm. I'll get up. <laughs> You're letting too many people on and I just can't. So mm. I'm very, very, very claustrophobic. I don't, I don't like that. I don't know what it is. It's, I guess the ultimate fear is that I'm just going to like suffocate and die yeah. in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I guess flying would be one too, but we aren't going to get into that. No. <laughs> Let that happen. That's okay. It's okay. Okay. Who is your favorite uh follow on tiktok or on instagram mm. <laughs> that followed us or that we follow no that we follow who's your oh, okay. person to follow either on one either on tiktok or insta mine is miss halla miss halla do you know her she's <laughs> old lady she's from um i believe she's from east st louis illinois and she was on hospice at one point and her family would just be recording her and she would say things um and she just she'd said, be cussing them people oh my gosh she cussed I, I left to right and she likes like frappuccinos and they're like miss holly you can't have that and she's like you can't tell you know it is just hilarious and she is just she's funny it's a fun she's a funny old lady i think she just had a birthday and she's like 97 but her story was they said she like they put her on hospice like mm -hmm. you know you're at the end yeah, <clears throat> yeah. she is like no ma'am i'm not at the end <laughs> yeah <laughs> become famous on the internet so yeah she's my favorite mm, i have like a fashion one that i follow but obviously i don't do what she says <laughs> <laughs> it's the sister studio she's good like she has cute stuff so mm -hmm. my favorite follow is tony baker he does the <laughs> funny video voiceovers for most most of the time it's animals that he does the voiceovers for 
but he I remember his story I mean he's a comedian of course like a comedian that I I mean I don't know if he was discovered from from Instagram but he's a comedian but his son was killed by a street racer they were they were just happened to be turning onto a street him and um, two other friends and somebody they were racing coming a different direction and hit them and killed him and uh his friends that were in the car so um but his page though is hilarious it's hilarious yeah. okay i've seen him i know the name i can't think of what he looks like but i know i've seen tony baker so i just wrote those down by the way so i can go look them up <laughs> okay go to karaoke and would you sing Go to karaoke songs and are you singing by yourself or are you okay with the duet? I'm not singing, so y'all go ahead and answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm singing and I've got my own mics here to sing at home uh, with myself. I mean, if they want to participate, they can. We actually have two, right. but I got them for myself. Right. Um, my go to song is Killing Me Softly by the Fugees. Oh. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to sing it every time. Yeah. Followed by um, Erica Badu, Tyrone. Yes. And then the Dixie trick. Dixie. No, that's not. That's not who sings that. Who drinks strawberry wine? Oh yeah. Did I make that up? Tr uh, Trisha, you? No, no. What? No. I can't believe I forgot her name. But anyway, I can't either. Y'all figure it out, yo. I have the tape. Dina Carter. D Dina Deanna Carter. Deanna. Deanna Carter. Okay. Strawberry wine. Okay. Um, my I don't I don't mind duets, sing together. It doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> um, the one I always used to sing is Nasty Girl by Vanity Six. Like I would <laughs> always sing that. Um, but I think more recently I was talking, I think to you, Candace and your sister-in-law, and we were talking about somebody should sing Johnny Gill's My, My, My. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. the next time I go to karaoke, I, I feel like. That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. Okay. This one is interesting. Have you ever experienced a friendship breakup? What did it teach you? It taught me to only give advice if they ask for it. Okay. Um, because I'm I am one of those people that I do not, I will never tell somebody to get a divorce or break up with somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like that's not my place. That's only you can make that decision. So I only most of the time I'm just a listening ear unless they ask me for my advice. Mm -hmm. So that's what I learned because a lot of times, sometimes when I'm thinking something, people don't ever leave until they're ready to leave. And I've learned that you can beat, I mean, they'll go back 25,000 mm -hmm. times and you just be looking like, yeah, okay, you know what? No, sis, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Um, I learned that like, y'all, this is going to sound bad. So people judge me. It's hard for me to be friends with really, really needy friends <laughs> mm -hmm. you know what I mean like yeah. yes I haven't called you in two days but like I'm not mad I'm I don't have a new friend taking your place like I there's nothing wrong I just mm -hmm. haven't 
called you in two days. Like I, whatever. I mean, so for me, it was like, I knew a girl like that. And I was like, okay, we just can't do this. Like you need to find somebody who can do, be there like that all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a, a friend like that in college, but I, I wish we could, I mean, and I saw her when we were in, in Dallas and I miss her and I hope, I mean, when I see her, it's like, Hey, you know, um, you know, it's just weird. I think college, the friendship breakup there is kind of like, you just decide who you're going to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And then in hindsight, I'm like, oh, I maybe should have tried differently or tried to see some things from, from her perspective. And that's some things were a little weird, but I'm sure she could look at me and be like, why was she doing that? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, I do think like you said, Katie, in some other cases, like I feel like people are sometimes in your life for a season and, and mm -hmm. that's okay. I see it as a season. Some people may see it as differently as like, oh my gosh, you're not my friend anymore. But it, it just is like, yeah. I just kind of grew apart. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I have never been to talk on the phone every day. I just am not that, I've never been that person. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I have people that are my friends that I can text every now and again. I still will say like, oh, this is my my best friend. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. Just because my very best friend and I, like, we don't have to talk very right. much. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're just like, pick right up though. Like she's like a sister exactly. to me. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because the, the memories and the attachment, I guess, for lack of a better term, is still there. Like it yeah. just, mm -hmm. organic, the connection is organically there. So y'all know what's crazy though? My very closest circle of friends. I mean, I've met some people that I'm really, really close to are still my girls from high school like yeah and I know like apparently that's unusual but like no I mean they're that's it they know literally everything and yeah. like you know it's it's super cool I love I love it yeah yeah all mine are all my closest friends were teammates yeah college and high uh, AAU basketball yeah but I mean I just posted my best friend of 32 years that we met in second grade we and we don't have to talk every day. We'll, we just yep. pop in from time to time. And it's like mm -hmm. you said, Katie, like nothing ever. We never yep. miss a beat. Never. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Absolutely. So, okay. All right, guys, hold, clench your buns on this one. All right. Uh-oh. What's the most awkward or embarrassing thing you've done for someone you loved? <sighs> you may have got me on this one. I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is like well uh, I don't know I mean I'm trying, I'm trying to think if I want to say this besides <laughs> getting it in and somewhere that I wouldn't normally do it at <laughs> okay that could be wherever with my husband that's probably like He's convinced me to do thing, do it some places I wouldn't have ever done it. So that would probably be the most awkward for me. Okay. That's awesome. That's the clean version of that. There you go. That was very clean. I will just say, uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, I played the fifth. I <laughs> I want to say something, but I don't. <laughs> I don't want to get bad. So <laughs> I'm gonna just say fifth. I'm gonna just say fifth. That's a story for later. That's yes. a story for later. <laughs> okay. The last one is: Do you remember your first? Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving is coming up very soon. Or if you don't remember your first Thanksgiving uh, holiday, your first memory of your holiday with your, your, it doesn't even have to be when, if y'all were, when y'all were married, but just with, with your spouse, but you don't have to have been married. What do y'all remember? I remember, um, I don't know. It's not like our first or whatever. We always just went to both sides of the family for Thanksgiving, but everybody had to wait for football practice to be over so like because <laughs> that was the thing like we would always be like okay what time is practice over and we'll have lunch like an hour later you can shower be here we'll you know everything's ready so yeah it was just like whatever football schedule is that's what <laughs> yeah yeah what about you uh, my first thanksgiving with Nick would have been my first Thanksgiving away from my family ever. And we had our first child, which was Julia. We weren't married yet. And he was playing for the Eagles. So I had to learn, not learn, because I knew how to cook already, but it was my first time making a Thanksgiving spread, if, if you will. Mm -hmm for us in the house so and that was my first time learning that okay because you know growing up in Fayetteville it's all about Walmart and I know all the Walmart products that I need to get to cook with and I was that was my first time really being on the east coast cooking and baby them products was different so <laughs> I bet me trying to figure out how to make dressing and I had I'm like wait a minute I don't recognize these brands like I thought all the brands were the same everywhere, but they're not. So that was my first Thanksgiving with him, which would have been uh, probably like 2007. Yeah, 2007. Julia would have been like a little over a month old. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. You did good. You did that by yourself with a one yep. month old. <laughs> you did. Um, I think what, when Joe and I we're together. We both, we were in Houston and both of my, our families live there. My parents live in Oklahoma now, but they were in Houston and Joe's family was in Houston. And so it was a lot easier because it may be, it may have been like, my mom has always hosted like things, Thanksgiving, Christmas. She's always had people over. And so I remember at some point, I guess my my first real memory of us like together is like his family came to my parents' house and we were like all together there. And so it made it a lot easier as far as, you know, having to go here or there. Um, we would all just come together because we're, you know, yeah. in the same place. And um, that was, that's what I remember the most is just our families being in the same space together. Yeah. And that's kind of the way that it's been for Thanksgiving after Joe and I got married, like we would host Thanksgiving. That's uh, cool. And when my parents moved, they would still like our, the, the, 
they would still come if they could for Thanksgiving, didn't have any, you know, thing going on in Oklahoma. But when we were in Illinois, they came for Thanksgiving, Joe's parents came for Thanksgiving. And so that's kind of been our thing is that we've, we, we've always hosted. So uh, mm-hmm. enjoy that. We enjoy that. So, and that's it for our pick six. All right. Well, normally here, guys, this is when we would do our personal foul of the week. But instead, we would like to send our thoughts and prayers out to the victims of the shooting from the University of Virginia, which was Devin Chandler, Lavelle Davis Jr., and Deshaun Perry. Our thoughts and prayers are with you guys. And you guys are on our minds. Yes. Yes. Gotta be tough. So definitely thinking of you all. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. all right. So who do we so, have this week, guys? So this week we are away at Rice. So um looks like I think it's supposed to be on ESPN Plus. I think. Um, but it's a noon game. So it's different. It's been that we've been having two thirty games, but it's a noon yeah. game this week. So yeah. Um yeah, I'm hoping. I'm like keeping my fingers crossed for another win. So, I'm, well, I'm going to that game, and I heard it's going to be cold. But if it starts raining, I too will be leaving the stadium <laughs> and watching it on ESPN. You're going to leave in the rain? No, I sure am. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. I'm going to Houston too this weekend, and I'm just praying because two days ago it was, rain was not in the forecast, and then. It was. I'm like, okay, let's just. Yeah, and I think it was like, it's like 50% chance. I know. Like, but it went from oh. like zero to 50. So I'm like, okay. I know. Maybe it'll trickle back down. Or it'll just be like after. Yeah. yeah. That's Do true. Do it after. I'll take that. Do it after. Yeah. Yeah. So, so no tailgating. Yeah. Okay. No tailgating there. But Macy is cooking though. She is. She is. And I asked her, I said, so what are you doing? She said, banana pudding. And then she said, actually, not your mama's banana pudding. And I said, oh, yes, there's a there's a difference. Okay. Oh, mm. I've, had, I've made that one before. It's so good. It is good. It's very rich. Compared is that to- uh, Martha Stewart? Yeah. Or is that a different one? Paula Dean? I don't know who created it. It's with the like. Paula Dean. That's who I meant. Paula <laughs> Dean. Cheshire. Yeah. It's like you don't use vanilla wafers. You use like. Yes. I hate vanilla wafers, y'all. Ugh. I what? hate them. I'll eat it's like candy corn. <laughs> Please don't tell me you eat meeps or peeps or whatever those things are called. No, I don't eat beeps or peeps, but you cuss me <laughs> that you eat like candy corn. Candy corn I do candy. eat vanilla wafers, and my mom makes a banana pudding that's totally different. It's she good. She uses vanilla With the Nelly wafers on the top. She makes the pudding is like you know from scratch too like i'll eat it i bet you that's good Mm -hmm. either way i'll take it so um all right well guys make sure you follow us on instagram and facebook at three bells and whistles that is the number three b-e-l-l-e-s and whistles you'll be able to see that yummy not your mama's banana pudding and all the other great things that UTSA and us lovely wives have going on throughout the week. Yep, 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 yep. 
You can also listen to our podcast from uh, few, uh, past weeks and our all of our new episodes on Spotify and Apple. And you know what's crazy? Like, y'all think about it like this. You know, when you go on trips and it's like, okay, I got to find something to listen to. Like, we have enough content. This is episode nine. Like, somebody can yeah. listen. Yeah. <laughs> That's a road trip. Yes, <laughs> road for sure. Trip of just us talking about mm-hmm. all kinds of <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny when you think about it. So, all right, that is just that on that. Unless anybody has anything else? Anybody? Nope. Oh, Not me. We'll catch up with y'all next week for something special on Bell <laughs> Whistles. Tune in y'all, it's gonna be amazing. All right. I guess y'all can't see me dancing, huh? (laughs) (laughs) She's doing the splits. I'm just kidding.